It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theater, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey there, there, the Bryce. And Murray, who I've never seen in the same place as Mark Wahlberg. I will let you draw your own conclusions. Hey there, Merman. The mystery evolves. But I have seen Murray without his shirt on. There you go. Bet you have. So with the in- lucky one. So with the introductions out of the way, oh, let's rage on. Let's do that. <laughs> I kind of want to do this episode with our shirts off. <clears throat> well, thanks to all who've been listening and supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members. And all members that sign up will get a limited edition Film Rage merch item. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film. A real terrible film. Thanks to all our listeners. We love you very dearly. And we would not be doing this if we didn't have at least one, which we do. So thank you. You. Whoever you are. Whoever's listening right now, you are our listener. All right. Movies are back at Canyon Meadow Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Ordered concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support. And we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. That's too bad we don't have video. Just see what these two guys are doing. We will have video soon. <laughs> Trust me when I say we will. All right, let's dance. Oh, yes. Because you know what? We've been streaming. We've been streaming. We've been doing... Streaming, Jim. And even Marie did some streaming on the weekend. Not as creepy as Jim. (laughs) Nothing's as creepy as Jim. You can say that again. (laughs) All right, so streaming, you say? Uh, Streaming, I did, and so did the Mer. Let's start with that juggernaut of a platform known as Netflix. Dumb. Dumb? It's, no, it's dumb. Oh, right. You're the only one that does it well. You're like the you're like the police academy sound effects guy on our yeah, podcast. Just like him. Anyways, we saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It has been 48 years since the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and now we finally get the sequel. Apparently, a la Halloween, we are supposed to forget the existence of the other two sequels of the original, and I've already forgotten about the the remakes, except for the 2003 one starring Jessica Biel and directed by Marcus Nispel. That was one of the rare remakes that was worth making. Fabulous. In this one, we get the lone survivor, Sally, 
of the original facing off with Leatherface, although not it's played not really by the her. same person. Exactly. It's disappointing, but it's still the character Sally. Uh, that was at least the concept, and the concept had me looking forward to this one. Yes. However, that is not really what we got. Sally's introduced, and the build-up to the confrontation is handled well enough, but the showdown is way too rushed and underwhelming. There are decent enough performances, and the effects are good, especially the gore, which seems to be mainly practical. There are many good scenes, but the original concept of a showdown between Sally and Leatherface ends up being anticlimactic. Still, I like much of this, kinda, including the ending. I did dig the ending, I really did. I just mm. wish they would have made a more focused film. Still, this is a bloody good time, which makes it a meh. All right, well, did we need this movie? That is ultimately the question. And the answer is no. The answer is always no. With an asterisk. If it was made properly in the original concept and they followed through with it and they did it right. If it was Halloween 3, then which we don't know is going to be good yet. Everything's holding out on Halloween 3. You mean Halloween ends? Yeah, that. That one. The real 3. That's not the 3 because the 3 wasn't the 3. But this is the three, so yeah. Anyway, we did not need this. Not sure taking the Confederate flag down and just leaving it on the ground would have happened the way it did in the film, which kind of annoyed me right from the very beginning. And this is just one of many, many, many things in this film that made no sense. So right near the beginning, they show a scene that is pretty counter also to the character's anal tendencies that they had shown of this particular person. I'm not gonna tell you who or what, but there's just so many conflicting, it's not even that much character development because people start dying. But it it was completely annoying for the most part. So I'm not super impressed that our young new breed of characters, if you wanna call them that, um, who are already proving annoying and also proving that they weren't very good right from the start. The gore, as perhaps Bryce was alluding to, FX was great and super practical. Suspense was good. Love seeing Owen, I don't know how to pronounce her name, Fure, uh back in another horror film. Y'all might remember her who's playing the new Sandy, but she was also in Mandy. Oh. Yeah. yeah I didn't remember that. Yeah. that's the, She was the mother from Mandy. Mm. And... She's awesome in that and in this. I know this is supposed to take place in the future of the original, but going from the original, which I actually literally watched moments before I watched this one, Mm. it didn't help it at all. Let's just put it that way. It was not a good transition at all. I'm not sure if either one of you did the same thing. It's half a decade's gone by though. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me wrong. Half a decade. Watching Leatherface work his magic. I mean, is, half a century. <laughs> yeah. Not half a decade. Thanks, Murray. It was yeah, 50 I years. You. I got you. <clears throat> it was 50 smart. years, half not five. Yes, 50 years. Half a century is what I meant to say. Yes. yes. So don't get me wrong. Watching Leatherface work his magic I'm is always... totally going to edit that Especially fun. No, you won't. <laughs> no, I won't. No. Well, whatever. Five, 50. Does it really matter? He's basically taking his love out on douchey people. Uh, But uh, as I mentioned, I'd watch the original. And then transitioning to this was just like going from dancing in the dirt in the road Mm -hmm. with a chainsaw at the end of the first one 
to living in an orphanage in this one made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I could connect the dots. Yeah, it was no. Uh, I don't like the convenient sequel horror flicks in general for no reason, and this is no exception. There just needed to make this a brand new film with a psycho who kills a bunch of yuppie assholes. But don't soil the good name of Texas Chainsaw. Horror was fun. Uh, The film was a rage. So the horror was fun and the film was a rage, which would usually average it out to a meh, I'm thinking. Or perhaps I'm being a little bit generous. Now, what I need to say, now that I'm officially a bus driver, is there wasn't anybody that did a pre-check on this bus, which really annoyed me. So right away, if they would have, you would have known that the emergency exits were not working. I'm just saying. Because it was a party bus. Yeah. They still need to get out in an emergency, like perhaps a chainsaw-wielding maniac. (laughs) Plus, he out... Uh, I don't know if this is like super juice chainsaw Leatherface because he outruns 20 year olds. He's faster than speeding bullets. He lifts old ladies with one hand with his chainsaw and he's over 70. I'm thinking he's got to be close to 80. I don't know very many 80 year olds that don't really work out. And he apparently hasn't killed anybody in 50 years, which I have no belief that I whatsoever think, that I that would he, not happen. You early, can't be. He's a totally different guy. Not the same no. Guy. No, it can't be. <laughs> early it's an 80 year old Leatherface running. Yeah, no. This 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 was the dumbest idea for a movie I'd ever seen. Nah. If they made it a period piece and made it, as Bryce was hoping, five years later, then it might have actually <laughs> been pretty good. On second thought, this movie was dumb, and no matter how good the gore was, which it was very good, it was. Um, watching the original really destroyed any chance of this being any good. This was a rage, and I've got a few things to unpack. But Murray, what did you think of this turd? Well, um, actually, yeah, I feel pretty much the opposite that you did. Um, did you see uh, the original though? I have gone. 49 years without having seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. yes. I was okay with that. Then these guys put the new version on the list, and I was encouraged to see the original. Nice! Since it was streaming for free on Tubi, nice. I took a chance. Nice. End result? Yes. Rage. For the what? first one? Rage For the original? At how bad this <coughs> film was. What? How completely ironic all young people in the movie were. The lack of violence in this classic. Oh, it was so and Mostly, I was in full rage mode at the fact that the iconic Leatherface was an inbred halfwit with the maturity of a six-year-old. Yes. Yeah. Talk about disappointed. That's what it was. You wanted it to be like a road scholar? Like <laughs> Jason, Freddie, those guys were at least intellectual were they? Well, okay, Maybe, maybe, not, maybe really. not Jason. Not maybe Michael not Jason, either. but the He's, other guy. But Michael was, was a serial killer at age six. But at least so. they had two brains in there. This, like, I, I was totally disappointed with that. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I didn't the, have a lot of expectations for the new one. And? About 30 minutes in, I was ready to turn it off. I wish I had turned it then off. And it got interesting. One thing I can say for the new letter face, at least he had motivation. Did he? If a bunch of yuppie liberal, what's the word the rednecks use? Snowflakes. Nice. Came into my house, tried to buy my town and turn it into some kind of trendy hotspot. 
I probably reach for my chainsaw too. Plus, they killed his mom or whoever. Yeah, well, the, the whoever is really kill what it is. his mom. It was well, circumstances dictated. He, he still blamed he, he them. Thought he blamed he, them. All. He blamed them, but so he had motivation. Like I said, um, I still can't believe the blonde bimbo from the first movie was the same tough as nails old lady sheriff in this one. It technically wasn't. <laughs> no, it was the same actress, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I thought it was. No, no I, we talked about character. that. Five years later, it wasn't. Could have been. Could have been five years later. Same age. 48 years later. It was the same age. (laughs) Anyway. A little more than half a decade. Same character anyway. Yeah, I didn't like her in the first one. Like Now she's all of a sudden, she's like tough and she's like ready to kick Leatherface ass. Really? Because she didn't do much. That's the problem. I dug her, the way they built up her character and then she got there. I want her to kick ass and punch dicks. I know. Anyway, I actually found myself enjoying this film. Especially wow. the bus scene. The bus scene is the best thing in the movie. Bus scene's good. My favorite line: "Don't try anything, man, or you'll be canceled." <laughs> Before he gets a chainsaw in the gut. Nice. Uh, I can't believe I'm actually saying this about a horror film, but it was pretty darn close to a Mondo. Pretty close, but not Still quite. Still a high math though, and Fair I enough. enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than the original. Wow, that that's is, saying that's something. That's an interesting take. Yeah. Considering that when considering the original the, came the, out. And considering the original, I think, was, if it wasn't my favorite, it was in my top three. Yeah, it's got to be one of my top. I've been hearing for years how good it was, and then I watched but, it, and I'm so, like, so Marie, the, But here's the thing, right? You've now gone 50 years without seeing, or however many years it is, well, 48, 48 apparently. 49, whatever. You've gone that long now. without seeing it. You've seen a lot of other really good horror movies. Yeah. When, that, when that movie came out, there was nothing that was that horrific. Like that, like the fact that they had cannibals at, at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah. It's that, the, that whole it's family the level, just annoyed me. They, and, yeah, but that's, that's what made it more horrific. The scene with young the hammer pe- is young, like one of with my With the grandpa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The young that's people the annoyed me. It's the, classic. The guy in the wheelchair. I wanted them all to die. Like, yes. There wasn't a single character in that movie that yes, I wanted to that's, live. That, but but the, get yourself inside the headspace of people seeing this movie for the first time who'd never seen anything like that yes, it was it was mind-blowing no, it and it still is because i rewatched as, it <laughs> as horror like horror movie killers go leatherface was a big disappointment for me yeah well this one was for me because there were so many things that were stupid no, like the, the, the way one, they transitioned that movie to this movie was awful at least this it one, made this no one was sense. a little more jason like where he's just killing everybody just for killing it but i mean he's just ruthless whereas the, he had, but the original was just it was a, well i can't use the r word but he was an idiot yeah yeah so yeah no i really well they were all pretty much idiots i, re- I really hated the original like i really did that's too bad that yeah. is anyway that is saying something yeah. so we got one rage and two mads almost a man if the gore was maybe the entire movie then maybe I would have liked it. The gore it. was good. Yeah. It was and then just, him pe- playing peekaboo in the fucking cornfield was also stupid. I liked the peekaboo in the uh, cornfield. I, I like that great. scene. I liked it. Plus, it, it ended up with him cut, cutting off the face and, you know, becoming Leatherface again yeah. and transforming. Because right. So for 50 years, sorry, 48 years or half a decade. I still don't see how yeah. it's the same guy. He didn't kill anybody. He was what, he, and he yes. was put into an orphanage as an adult male. Yeah, because he was in, because he wasn't surrounded by his his idiot family encouraging him. I'm constantly. sorry, as an adult male, they're gonna put him in an orphanage. 
Yeah. So yeah. someone's going to adopt. No, that's not what happens He's with not adult in people. in an orphanage. He's, it was he, an orphanage. I understand that, yes, but he was. was helping out with the orphanage. Oh, right. He was the handy. Yeah, and he never, yeah. he never lost just, his shit once and didn't like, kill anybody. He's like, he's like in his 70s, still hoping someone will adopt him. Yes. Him. And, and his chainsaw, which had been stuck behind a wall for 50 years. Right, so yeah. there was comes, no reason. Comes to life I mean, full of gas. No one dances a, dances you know a what, jig Jim, in the... You're starting to in make me rage. Good, because the movie was terrible. Other than the gore, it was fantastic. Right. Let's move on to something that actually deserves a rage. Oh, did I say that? Deserves a rage. What? It's, it's going to be a mondo. What is are you it? About? Well, you, say you tell me maybe. what you thought there, Jim. We Why saw, don't I? We saw a movie on Shutter. Boom, boom. Dum, dum. That's better. Dum, That's dum. the money. That's the money. They live in the gray. Mm. That they do. With Claire. Mmm. While she's investigating a child abuse case, because she does that as a job, shit happens, man. Mm. But you missed the punchline. It gets cray cray. She sees dead people. She does see dead people. First of note, diversity in this film was great. So I've got to say kudos to the producers for their film ethnicity diversity. All right. So we got next, one good thing to say about it. And that's right. Gotta be it. But wait, there's more. There's more? Uh, no, there there's nothing else. But wait, hold on. The good gets diminished here pretty quickly. Um, okay. Get it right, though, because they didn't have an LBGTQ cast member, which True. they should have. They had enough characters. So... They get marks against them for that. The music was canned, but done, I thought, really well. So the really? music, although it was canned, I think the way that it built with the suspense in the film, I did I did like it. No. Uh, I didn't listen to the music and become wowed, but the sound of the music added to the feel of the film on a positive note. Really? The FX are mostly great. Are they? Yes. And also mostly practical. Mm. So I was enjoying that. Okay. From the hanging to the throat slash to the wrist slash to the supper knife stabbing, I was super impressed with almost all the makeup and effects. So far, I'm impressed with but those things. I'm gonna just go in for one. It was go. definitely the throat slash. Is that we saw two of them? Yes. <laughs> this weekend. Yes. Definitely the better of the two. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish we saw a lot more. The other one slash. was in a movie called Uncharted, which we'll be talking oh, yes, about later. Yes, we will. Is there a slash oh yeah, there is. I don't remember that. Now, well, <laughs> I, I try to remember not a lot of that movie, but that's coming up. Per, 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 peripherally. Peripherally. Say that five times fast. Peripherally. Peripherally. The, the peripherally. 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 He's so right. talented. He's a linguist, a cunning linguist. He, he is. Um, the acting was fairly strong. Was although it? I had yes, although I had some issues with our lead Michelle Crusoe Crusek. I should hope you had some issues. Yes. Yeah. Uh Claire, as she would be good a few times and other times she was not good at all. Uh I have a belief in horror films. Mm-hmm. Um if like in the Amityville horror, the house says get out of the house, mm-hmm. then get the fuck out of the house. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Right. Uh, and then if an evil spirit is fucking with your kid, guess what? Also, get out of the fucking house. Okay. I liked a lot of the perspective shots you in this film. S- you keep on saying like in your review. I know, but I I'm, don't not, I'm not talking about the movie. Okay. So far, I'm talking about the production values. Which were not good. They were actually not bad. Um, I like the suspense at times. I like the jump scares and the evil what? atmosphere of the film. 
what I wasn't as fond of was the downtime. I'm not 100% sure, really, but I'm thinking it must have been because the dialogue and the interactions of the characters didn't feel real at all through the entire movie. So I kind of like the horror bits in this, similar to what I did with um, the horror bits in the movie we just talked about. But I don't think it needed to be two hours long. This was way too long. This film was so long. This didn't mean to be two minutes long. I enjoyed some of the gore. I enjoyed some of the atmosphere. Keep on saying enjoy. Yeah. But I did. I did. But I didn't enjoy the story. The story was bad. So I'm not going to rage on it as much as you. It was was a low math for me because I like ghost stories. So... I liked it. What's the I, got, I got stuff to unpack. Let's face that. Yeah, I, I also hope so. I also enjoy ghost stories. Mm-hmm. But I really love the better version of this. I believe they called it the Sixth Sense. Yeah. Mm, yes. It was definitely heavily influenced. Uh, I see almost ripped off dead people. Yes. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Well, this was no Sixth Sense. Gray. The most boring and neutral color in the spectrum. It is pretty good. Pretty much sums up this film. <laughs> Lead actress was underwhelming. To say the least. I get I think it. we're all in agreement. Her character that. went through the death of her child and now she's all melancholy. It sure brought down the mood of the film, that's for sure. Mm. Uh, supporting cast wasn't that great either. I actually had hope for this film since I do enjoy a good ghost story. Uh, pacing was too slow. Scary scenes were too far and few between. And the storyline was all over the place. And to Jim's point, this movie was so long. In fact, it took me three tries to get, <laughs> to through, get through it. it. Nice. Uh, and I kept checking the running time so I would know how close it was to being over. That's a bad sign. Uh, the end reveal wasn't all that surprising. And the happy ending was Hollywood cliched at the best. This is uh, coming from Murray. He loved Hollywood cliche endings. Like the color gray, this film was just meh. I was being generous too. Everybody is like super generous with this. You film. just gave that terrible yeah. chainsaw movie a meh. No, I enjoyed it was that awful. one. It was the worst. If, Mary both if I had never seen the original, well, I would me have loved it even more. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us what you thought of this, Mr. Have, Lover of Ghost I, Stories. I, have, I know how much you love ghost stories. I have figured it out. You know what I figured it out? What, what, what I figured stories? out? What? If Shudder brings in a film from outside of North America, there's about a it's 90% chance, chance I will love it and yes. a 10% chance I'm not. If the film was made in North America, like they live in the gray, yep. there's about a 10% chance I will love it and a 90%, 90% chance that I will not. I love the I love the math there. Yeah. Though. This film does not buck that trend as it was produced in North America and it was bad. The acting was subpar and it looked generic. I did not like the soundtrack and I thought every scene looked very bland and uninspired. And here's the thing. If the ghost could actually get physically involved, which I was not aware this is possible, why did it not just intervene itself earlier before all these people were harmed? Was the ghost just lazy and then finally decided, I guess maybe I should do something and then finally got physically involved? That doesn't make sense. The ghost is able to physically stop what is happening, but she doesn't until the end of the movie. How convenient. I don't get that. That... The, the movie was so bad anyways, and then the, the, the absolute thing that 
the, the story itself up, yeah makes even less sense it's so stupid because there wasn't something that all of a sudden it could just get involved yeah it's not like something happened yeah it was it was it was it's from the of beginning sudden- of the movie it's tra- you're moving along with the story that the ghosts are doing things doing things but they can't yeah. physically grab someone physically break their arm or whatever that silliness happened it's the ghost crackling I like to say the ghost crackling this was ghost was, crackling's awesome you can't defend that this, I like ghost crackling that alone makes this a rage you can't sit there and defend a movie it makes no sense I like okay so I, explain I, it to me how can that possibly I, happen I this got, was a I, rage this was a rage I this can was tell, a rage I can this tell movie was a, was a rage I love it it was awful I didn't love the movie this was garbage it was low man no it wasn't it I was liked lo- I liked some of the effects I and the music I I agree the music itself is very canned but how they used it in the movie to build the suspense I thought they did it well what suspense? There was ghost suspense. No, there was no suspense. With Cracklin. It was... Didn't it was I not awful. mention there was ghost Cracklin? There was ghosty suspense. There was, and there was ghost Cracklin. twist ending. Yeah. Stu- yeah, the twist is all of a sudden ghosts can just physically break people's legs oh, and arms. With Cracklin. Don't forget Cracklin. And made, made that girl, that woman stab herself. Yeah. yeah. I mean... That was yeah, fun. No, I don't remember any ghosts actually having any kind of abilities like that in Sixth Sense. Yeah. Neither do well, I. Well, it's a different. I, it's a different story, sort of. I watch a lot of ghost stories. Most ghosts can actually go, do and this. Anything. And this ghost that can do this, this like, why didn't they just do it earlier? We didn't have to sit through two hours of involve, garbage. What's her name? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but 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 then there wasn't the ghost crackling. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. What's a ghost crackling? The, they had the part where the person's kind of possessed, and then the ghosts make their crackling thing. Some crackling. Anyways, this was garbage. Broke every bone in their body. Yeah, something like that. I hated this movie. I I liked it more than I did Chetch's Chainsaw. They live in the gray. Was garbage. Was they lived in? It was a rage. They lived in the garbage. Rage. No, you can't do that. I didn't give it a rage, and you. He doesn't get. He doesn't get. That's just. That's just making fun of him. Okay, that's that's not making fun of it. It's it's just. This was so awful. Awful. Okay, I got. I got gotcha. you. It was almost as bad as the Texas Chainsaw remake. No, no. almost. Yeah. That's if I hadn't true. seen the original, anyway, let's just move uh, on. Apparently, we're never going to agree on those two movies no. ever. Mm. Let's hope they never make All sequels right. to either of them. Well, there was a crap load of movies in the cinema this. We weekend. did see a lot in the cinema. Did you see the cursed? I did. Well, why don't you tell us all about it? Oh yeah, I'm up first, I guess. You okay, are. Then. Spank you very much. All right, yes. We had a nice little double feature on a Friday afternoon, mm. which was surprisingly full of kids. So they must have been home from Creepy school. Creepy little fuckers. Uh, yeah. Kids? The Cursed, original title, Eight for Silver. That's a better title, though. It is a better title. 19th century France. Love France. Mysterious, possibly supernatural menace threatens a small village. John McBride, good French name there. Pathologist comes to town to investigate the danger and exercise some of his own demons in the process. Demons are fun. You know what I hate? What do you hate, Murray? What do you hate, Murray? I have movies that start in a certain time period. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do a really good job right. setting the mood yeah. of the film. Yep. Get you With into you it. With you so far, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they jump back about 20 or 30 years and start a whole new story. Yeah. I'm like, takes me right out of the film. Hmm. In this case, it caused me to try for most of the film to try and figure out who the hell the guy was from the first scene because the rest of the movie was basically about a bunch of kids. Mm. 
I also don't believe it was set in France. It Since was. every single actor spoke in British accents, okay. and the farmland yep. looked a lot like the England that I've been to. If you're pretending you're French and making a movie so you don't have to put it in French, and you, you live in Britain, B- then that, you're going to hear the French accents as French British. Actors. Makes French actors is subtitled. Then I would have believed it better. Well, it should, anyway, I always believe they should according make According to IMDb, it was actually shot in France. Nice. Still bothers Because it takes place in France. I actually enjoy a good werewolf movie. Who doesn't? In that respect, this one didn't disappoint. Oh. Creature effects were great, although apparently they were CG instead of makeup. They looked good, though. I thought they were actually makeup, but they weren't. Uh, the blood and gore was quite gruesome. The story was actually good. quite compelling. Yes. Takeaway from the film is don't mess with gypsies. Yeah, don't fuck with gypsies, <laughs> man. That's good uh, advice for anybody. It wasn't bad. Just a meh. Okay, all right. Let's uh, kind of went in the whole. We were like on a roller coaster ride there for a while. I thought, I thought, we're, going to, I I thought, thought we're going. I thought we were going deep dark. I thought we were going deep dark into rage. I had a problem with was the setting because I okay. still don't believe it was in France. All right, well, you give me some French-speaking people, I'll believe it's in France. All right, all right, Mister Holland, what do you all have to right. say? Yeah, don't don't even do that because they might be listening. All right, <laughs> they might be listening. They, the ghosts. Uh, so The Cursed was another spin on the werewolf tale, very effectively shot with care and an eeriness that permeates every frame. It is beautiful and brutal all at the same time. The shock of the first uh, 10 minutes as hands and feet are chopped off in order to turn a guy into a scarecrow give way, num, num. Give way to an effectively told tale of gypsy curses and unknown entities. I like the originality of a tale that has been told in many different ways to varying degree of success. This version treated the material very seriously and felt genuine as we understood every character's motivations right down to the housekeeper. Mm, yeah. Who even though she was attacked, you know, she feared for her job and continued to work. <laughs> Just poor, like COVID. Poor Nanette. Yeah, her name was. Yeah. Um, this was a way, way, Murray. This was a gorgeously executed bit of cinema. It was an original vision of a tired tale, but it breathed new life into it. The cursed was Mondo. Oh, there you have it. Finally, well, still nothing. Anyway, um, curses at the best of time are usually awful, be them every month or by Stephen King, except when it comes to gypsy curses. Then dial me in. This film was amazingly shot. And when I say amazingly shot, I mean amazingly shot. Preaching to the choir. Very atmospheric. The entire film takes on a real dreadful feel as everything is shot in gray and dark tones. This, coupled with the music, which was so brilliantly done, both from an original score side to how it was built, this, comparable to our other shitstorm that we talked about earlier, which used canned music, this was unique and original and fit perfect inside every single frame. True. Has a real great and fresh spin on the original, as we've already talked about. Mm. Uh, and so much detail went into this film. Little tiny, tiny, tiny details that you would think only historians may notice, but so well done. From the candles to the weapons to there's a scene where she... They blast the the werewolf and they got to reload their weapon because they're using 1800s technology. Torch racks, ugh. 
everything in this was so well done. And I'm, you know, we, Bryce and I are often sticklers for detail. There was not a detail out of oh. place in this movie. From the costumes to the scenery to the props to the entire feel, you think you're in 1800s France. And Amer- Murray, it was in France, so there you have it. The whole gypsy and land claims really touches on modern day topics as we currently have that same issue going on with our indigenous people today. So fantastic the way they built that into an original story. Oh yeah, there is scene where the white guy basically just basically kills all the gypsies because they're on his land. Yeah, even though they had land, land rights to it. So there is so much very good in this film and very, very little bad. The makeup and most of the practical effects are great, although when they were bad, they were really bad. <laughs> they also do a good job of hiding the creature for most of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the creatures are basically the worst part of any effects whenever you have it. It's always tough to make a really good creature, so I kind of li- like the fact that the creature wasn't in your face a lot. It, it only brought itself out you know, a few times. So we can't fault them. For that, it it's, it's actually builds the suspense way much better. Uh, the it's it's I I wish that creatures and CGI and practical effects could somehow meld better, but we're not there in our universe right now, unfortunately. If you thought 1918 was good, you need to see what 1917 is like, because the opening of this movie was so bloody good. <laughs> I really love this movie. Yes. Yes, there was a few missteps uh, overall, but the the real, real great horror period piece, it's a Mondo. Absolutely. Yeah, I love this film. I, and I don't know, like, werewolves are not one that I... I mean, there's been some iconic werewolf films yep. over the years, right? Like American Werewolf or yep. Wolfen or, you yep. know, like... There's there's good stuff, but it's there hasn't really been a resurgence of werewolves. No, I mean they kind of pop up every once in a while, but but they're usually just boring. They tend to be, and a lot of them are played for laughs these days. I Um, I kind of enjoyed the uh, use of them in the um, Underworld series. Yeah, well, I mean that was that's more of a cheesy. No, but I mean that's more of an action. They weren't the dominant species, but they were at least they had personality yeah but but i i look at underworld is not a horror movie this was a true horror movie that with a creature feature underworld is like superhero action critters yeah, I guess. really you got vampires yeah. and werewolves making out and doing stuff ghostly stuff to each other then a few other stuff and then other stuff but yeah. it's not really there's no horror involved it's kind of like whatever have some sex and breed some more vampire werewolf children yeah this is so good i i was i loved it i i was blown away yeah it was i and i i honestly i didn't even want to see this i was like oh for crying out loud another stupid well you I, didn't I, like the the commercial that had the trailer that yeah, had those creepy like, looking teeth be, you're kind of yeah, like, like that's, that's dumb. dumb look at those this teeth look at those teeth are dumb i was like i've I've thought that this was going to be so bad and i'm like 10 minutes in i'm like <laughs> This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and basically. Then, and they, then it just got better. Yeah, they, they were basically dentures made out of pure silver. Yeah. Yeah. That the kid puts in his mouth. For the eight pieces the that eight was originally pieces. paid. Yeah. We're not going to give any spoilers. That's, go see this movie. Go see, that, go see yeah. this. It is excellent. Even Murray gave it a meh. There you go. All right. Now, 
the winner, winner, chicken dinner of the weekend. For crying out loud! Plug right, ears, everybody. So it's gonna get loud. I if this we is thought if we thought the rage for the for the ghost story got bad, you uh, ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs> he has yet begun to rage. <laughs> how do you know how I felt about this movie? Because uh, you heard about it three seconds after we left. Oh, know? really? I couldn't, I couldn't. Well, and the fact that you left the theater, like you've, I've, I've seen. I want to say sh- he was. I've shaking. probably seen five hundred movies with you in cinemas, yeah. and I would say I've never seen you leave the cinema while a movie's playing. Before the you left were done. three times <laughs> in this before movie. Before the credits were done. Three times. Yeah, so you left. four. I counted. <laughs> oh, they four. were four times. You got four. to go to the bathroom. Oh, I must have missed that part. Yeah, fort. It's a good thing we're really? on the ground level and not the top. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the the crap fest that we're talking about is Uncharted. Yes, we are. Uncharted is a movie based on a video game. It cements the fact that Tom Holland is overrated as an actor, and I hope that he fades away after this initial bit of popularity he has going on right now. Uh, Mark Wahlberg seemed to have potential early on in his career, but he's getting to the point that I have no interest in anything he does. So, we have a video game movie with one overrated actor and another that is overstayed as welcome. Combined with Antonio Pen- Banderas, who plays the same character in every English-speaking role he does these days. Yes. I noticed that. <laughs> and, uh, and don't forget the bad CGI, and the improbable physics, and the bad dialogue, and the pure stupidity of every I mean, concept in this movie. And the pirate ships in midair, that was the best. Uh, for crying out loud. <laughs> And don't forget about the scene where someone gets their throat slashed and they don't bleed. They die, and it looks like a Sharpie line along their neck without any blood. Now I remember, okay. It is beyond silly. It starts dumb and then progressively gets worse and more ridiculous as the movie rolls along. I could get into the helicopter scene and the plane scene and the countless other scenes that will leave you wondering why this movie exists. But I'm going to cut this short because I don't want my blood pressure to go through the roof and I keep on talking about it. I'm going to just lose it. I'm just going to tell you, don't go to this crap fest. Uncharted was a rage. Oh, snap. This is a surprise to all of us listening. Yeah, not really. <laughs> well, here's my take on it. Tom Holland, so hot right now. So dreamy. So hot right now. He's terrible. Uh, so this version of a video game was so spectacular, I had to run out and buy a PlayStation because I want to replay this movie again and again. Every game is a win where I feel so connected to these marvelous characters, so well developed in this film. Well, that's what they were wanting us to think, wasn't it? Wasn't that why this movie was made? Yeah, was this movie not made so that you watch this movie if you don't have a PlayStation and say, I want to buy a PlayStation because this movie was so great. I want to continually play this movie. Problem is, Jim, you're not 12 years old. But isn't <laughs> isn't that why they, isn't this why this movie I guess made? that's why they made I, it. I don't know why they made it. Yeah. So I'll explain the 200 teenagers in there in I our think, in, in the in the audience beside behind us, I guess. I well, think I think they made it to just piss me off. Probably. But if this is the reason they made this movie, then you've done your job. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm lying. Yes. They did the job of making a movie so bad that I would never ever ever buy a PlayStation. If there was a chance of me possibly seeing anything ever related to this movie ever again, PlayStation, game, movie, ooh. 
Now, let me just list a few things that were awful in this movie. Which Bryce has already mentioned some already. Yes. The dialogue. Ugh. The fact that it's a video game movie. Ugh. The sewer grate scene. Ugh. First entire half of the movie. Ugh. The second entire half of the movie. Ugh. The fact that there is no chemistry between any character in the entire movie. The idiocy of every single scene. The fact that the quote unquote mystery was so easy to solve, it was like they were solving a puzzle on a beginner level of a video game. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Everything was rushed to an ultimate conclusion that took two hours to get to an obvious finish. If they meant to get out nostalgia for all the Goonie fans from the past, well, they did a terrible job because mostly, and I think this is probably the only reason because I was a pretty big Goonies fan. They didn't have a sloth character. So that reason alone would be destroying this film. Perhaps if Sloth was in it, maybe this movie did have a chance. But for that reason, and every other one listed above, this movie and the PlayStation brand are a rage. Hey, Mur. Yeah, okay, this was bad. Oh, what? You said you were going to love this movie. Uh, I was looking forward to it. Uh, I hate to admit these guys were right. <laughs> what? I hate Wait, it this is never almost happened. as much as they did. I actually enjoy these types of films. Yeah, you've said National that. Treasure, Tomb oh. Raider, oh. Indiana Jones, oh. The Mummy. I enjoy I like those the swashbuckling type of the original treasure hunting adventure types. I mean, I like those movies. The one from the 30s. I like Even the one no. from my man Ryan Reynolds. Nice. Red Notice, which was basically the exact same movie as this. That one was awful. Uh, this movie tried to be one of those, and it failed miserably. To quote another review, mm. if less is more, Uncharted must be a masterpiece. <laughs> it's bloodless, heartless, joyless, sexless, and with one tiny exception, charmless. The exception is Tom Holland, who is a big office box office draw. Sorry, Bryce, but he is. He's terrible. He's so, not a good actor, though. Uh, what the hell is he doing in this? Well, money, obviously. Yeah, it was a rage. What? Yeah. Oh, hit it, Murray. Rage! 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 This is like the this is the happiest day of my life right now. That we all agreed on one movie that this movie. What's really getting its PG on too? I mean, yeah, it was. It was yeah. well, like I said, the fact that they slashed someone's throat and it really, there literally, was no there was yeah. no blood at all, and well, they, they showed it, and it literally looked like someone drew a line across his neck with a sharpie. Yeah, it was can, like. Can we talk about the adventure of them finding whatever the first fucking clue was? Like, I'm sorry, they're wandering through which country was it? Italy or some stupid I don't country? Know, I, don't, I don't mean that our Italian listeners, but the, 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 what doesn't matter where this movie was? It was going to be stupid. I don't remember. Spain, maybe, yeah, with Antonio Banderas' Spanish accent. The, it was like the dumbest thing. Yeah. They have like the sewer grate. I had to bring it up because <laughs> it was so annoying. It's like. Well, I'm sorry. There is like a hidden treasure beneath well, the no. city, which you can basically just look down a sewer grate. Well, yeah, no. Basically, this this tunnel to this whatever this treasure is supposed to be at starts in the back of, of a church. Yeah. So they find the entrance to that, no problem. But no one's been able. And to they go, go through this whole tunnel thing, and at the end is this huge 
I believe they call it an antechamber. Mm. And above it is a sewer grate that you can see from the street down. Yeah. All these huge, massive, I think they were urns or whatever. Maybe he were, couldn't like, see them. But the maybe. fact that they exist, that there's a... So if this if this is a sewer grate, you, it's going to be filled with water. put sewer, it, it's sewer just, uh, system in there and never saw it. Somebody might take a look at some point. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, but yeah. no one's found anyway. this for 1,400 years. It is just one years. of many ridiculous things. It was, yeah, it was one ridiculous thing after the other. But okay, so I know we're all adults, so it's probably not fair to ask, but... Would this not turn you off PlayStation for the rest of your life? Like, if Sony said, like, now I would buy an... Isn't well, Xbox it, isn't... It, it depends on if you played the game. Yeah, this would be... Like, just judging by the audience, like, this, we saw this at 3 o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Granted, before a long weekend, but... And we were basically, like, near the front row. And before the movie... By the time the movie started, there were... I count at least 100 teenagers... Like right out Teenage of high, like, boys, like, like from mostly. high school, mostly boys, but some girls, but three o'clock on a Friday afternoon. So obviously they didn't have school, but this was obviously catered to them yeah. because it's Tom Holland from freaking Spider-Man. And they thought that he'd draw the teenagers in, which is exactly what they did. But yeah, there was no plot. It was just, it was stupid. But you know what the worst thing about it was? And you heard me complaining during the movie. Not once did Malk. I was about to say Wahlberg never took his shirt off. And he does in every single movie. Tom Holland did. Who cares? Well, apparently people who are fans of Mark Wahlberg's beautiful ribbed abs. It's Marky Mark. And his ribby abs. It'll always be Marky Mark. Yeah, can we stop talking about this movie? Yeah, sure, why not? Let's talk about another movie that is also bad. (laughs) Literally a dog. (laughs) We're going to talk about a dog. We are. Well, luckily for me or... Unluckily, we had a storm over the weekend uh-huh. where temperatures dropped to the zero minus 30 range Celsius and a ton of snow. So I decided it wasn't worth getting out of uh, bed for. So and I, you would have been I dead wrong, Murray. I declined to join these two. You would have been dead wrong. So they can talk about it. Because I've got to say that Channing Tatum did a pretty great job in this dramatic Comedy. Let's not forget. And I have directed it too. I have never been a fan of his, really, but he impressed me in the in his role. I got to say, I actually liked him in this role. Yep. Uh, Well, at least a few dramatic scenes of him in this film. This film was exactly the same as I thought it was going to be. The funniest parts were in the trailer, and there was no surprise to the script slash movie that you would find that isn't in the trailer. So I suggest you watch the trailer, save your $15, and if you feel you need to watch it, wait till it comes out on VOD. This movie was predictable and not funny, and it's actually titled a comedy, but it is not a comedy. It's not a comedy. But it's titled a comedy. I don't care. It says comedy. So what? And the commercial was some funny things. Was so there? they're advertising you watch, to go see a comedy. The, apparently, I didn't Bryce. watch the commercial. No. So who the, titled it a comedy then, Bryce? I, I don't know how the heck you could you could think that this was a comedy going it, in if it, you had any knowledge of well, what it was about. Well, the trailer made it look funny. Did it? Yes. I don't know. Go I watch the trailer, the trailer again. Okay. Well, it was, but right. it was not funny. Whatever. I don't know why you're harping on this. I'm saying that the trailer was better than the movie. <laughs> I think if I had taken this. 
How, how could you expect this to be a comedy, though? I don't know, because it was looking like it was a comedy from the trailer. And, it, and when you look it up on IMDb, it says comedy, yeah, not I, drama, not IMDb, war veterans. Yeah, I, and IMDb never gets it wrong, Jim. Never, Bryce. Never. never. Ever. I think that was one of your rages one week is how IMDb gets everything wrong. So, it's true. Yeah. I'm, so okay, so they, they make, they make a trailer that Anyways, leads you to believe review, it's a comedy, it's comedy, and then it's a comedy in the IMDb page. What are people supposed to think if they look at the trailer and look it up on IMDb? I'm telling you right now, it's not a trailer. Bryce thinks it's obvious to everybody that it wasn't a comedy, and it's not. Right. I think if they it's had... Not taken this story and just made it into a powerful drama yes it had hope of perhaps being an okay or even good movie yes but the story of tatum going on a buddy road movie with a dog Not as doing idiotic things like trying to get laid or pretending he's blind to get free stuff ruined all hope of that from the moment one of this film the levity injected in this film plus the fact it's a cookie cutter buddy road trip movie makes this exactly what I predicted when I saw the trailer. I wish all I had seen was the trailer and it was pretty much exactly what you'd expect when you watch the trailer. I don't know why we, you've, it, you've said trailer 900 times. I had to watch review. the trailer stretched out for a full feature. Uh, it gets a trailer, 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 <laughs> trailer, trailer, rage. There you go. Okay. There was a point to the number of times that I said trailer. Just stop saying trailer. I made some delicious grilled cheese sandwiches. Is that in the movie? Oh, oh. it's Tom Green. Oh. <laughs> All right, dog. Uh, this trailer. One, this, <laughs> this was actually a hard concept to mess up, but they managed to. Um, the story of two army rangers, one human and one canine, working through their shared trauma together as they embark on a road trip is pretty much slam dunk. Yeah, it's a familiar formula, but it's also an effective one, as we get a mismatched couple that learn over the course of the film that they need each other. Aww. There are scenes sprinkled throughout the movie that are loyal to this concept, but there are other scenes that play like a goofy comedy that had me wondering why. I genuinely liked much of the film, but by the end, I should have cared more about Briggs and Lulu. I did not care as much because all the nonsense that permeates too much of the runtime. I will also say, based on this performance, I hope Channing Tatum gets some more serious roles as the silly crap he has been pumping out is starting to wear a little thin. And he's got potential. He, I think he shows it this, movie this movie shows it in this, for sure. This film should have been better, but it was still okay. What? It was a man. Oh, Bryce, you're a... It had a puppy dog in it. You are... He's a cute dog. I like the I'm dog. I'm sorry. He's giving out rages to things that he's aren't he's really rageful. Dog. And then he's giving out mess like, like candy to everything else. I like else. Lulu. I like Ugh. Lulu. I like the scene with uh, Kevin Nash and... Um, you know, Wrestler? The, yeah, Kevin Nash is in it. The, <laughs> but, you know, the thing is... Here's the thing, Bryce... That just we just have to continue to bring this up. Yeah. You can watch in a completely fantastic movie, yeah. and then five minutes at the end, and it can ruin the entire movie. But this entire movie was awful with a couple of scenes that were good, and you're gonna forgive them for that just because you like dogs. There's no, no. There's 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 
four or five scenes in the movie that are that need to go. I think if you're saying the need to four absolutely or five, go, the whole plot concept of it needs. But to there go. were also some some very very good scenes in the movie. There were some good scenes. Yeah, but that doesn't make the movie. And there's some choices that were made that I wish were not made. And the, there, there, like were, there 90% were other situations of the where I actually I'm like, okay, this situation's fine, but it needs to not be a comedy. <laughs> and, and I said that many times in my head throughout this movie. There were mm. there were many scenes where I'm like, I'm actually okay with this scene if it wasn't played for laughs. And they were they, there was too much. Really, you were okay with him trying to get laid when he's trying to get his job back and he's responsible for another. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I was having problems with his whole his whole arc in the story made no sense, and and yeah. that's and that's why it was mad. No, it's it, this is ter- this movie is terrible. Please don't see this movie. Just watch the trailer and you've seen it. I really like just like Mary, like, which he gave out a mat to last week too. I like Lulu. You just need to see the trailers of these things Lulu. and you can know Lulu's just adorable. Like, just like next she's this coming a, week. She's such a good dog. Lulu the army dog. Yes. Yeah. Who the hell would name their dog Lulu if it's going to like snip up bombs and stuff? I like it's going to tear people's flesh from their bones, Murray. And if I wanted to have my bones ripped. Apart, Lulu? I would want to be ripped apart by Lulu. No. Yeah. All right, from there. Yeah, we went to another movie, uh, which Murray didn't get to see. No, because of the snow. Oh, you didn't go? This, out of the five movies on our list this weekend, it was a lot. It was of the list. only one that I was looking forward to mm. because it is Norwegian. nominated for an Oscar and it's from Norway. It is. Mm-hmm. But lucky for me, I checked the listings and it's playing for another week. So I plan on seeing it. Well, you can check our website and find out what Murray thought of it in a week or so. There you I'm go. Sure but I we're going to tell I'm you what sure we thought about it, it right flipping now. Well, I think you're going to glow about it for the whole seven hours. For, yeah. So I'll just, uh, mine, mine will be short and to the point, And then you can wax poetic for 30 minutes. About I'm going to wax on, wax off, brother. So, uh, richly developed. Uh, oh, I guess I should tell them what we're talking about. We're talking about the worst person in the world. Yes, we are. All right, richly developed characters combined with an honest glimpse of life, with all its emotional struggles, with love and finding one's place in the world, anchors this solid effort from director Joachim Trier. The film, the film's cast is solid with star-making performances from Renate Rensev. Mm-hmm. And Anders Danielson Lee as Huli and <laughs> Askel. Uh, the movie picks up steam as it rolls along, and by the end, we are connected to all the major players. It is a roller, car- roller coaster ride of emotion with the highs and lows, as well as a few corkscrews. <laughs> yes. Uh, it also tackles loss, whether that be love lost or loved one lost. Um, it is a bit exhausting to watch, and that is a good thing. We as the audience are really dragged through the muck of, of Huli's emotions, both good and bad. There are also many beautiful shots as this film is quite pretty to look at. This film was Mondo. Thank freaking God. I'd awesome. have to slap you if you gave this anything. If you're giving out, if you gave Dogman and you gave this, I'd have to slap you. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Channing Tatum and why he wasn't in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's not That's Norwegian. really what I want to know. Norwegian. It doesn't matter. I think Channing Tatum would have been fine. In he this would have played well in this. Yeah. So through this entire film, 
I either had a sly, small smile or a brow that was furrowed. The characters are real and deep and memorable. The story develops so slowly, it allows you to absorb every character on every level of their complexity, each one defined with precision and fullness, so much that they are overwhelming at times. Our lead is truly the worst person in the world at times. At times. And others, way less narcissistic. But that just proves the true realness of who she is. I stand by my words as we sat in the theaters. I'm glad I saw this on a huge IMAX-like screen to see every emotion in all its glory. The director pulls in influences from a lot of great directors that we all know and love, or we used to love, like Woody Allen or Jean-Pierre Jeunet's earlier films, or even Francois Truffaut's. But this film is very much his own. The humor is subtle at times, and then at other times it slaps you in the face like a dirty tampon. Some of the music I found didn't quite fit the scenes in some of them. It was portraying, and I found it interesting that a lot of the music was English language songs, and not all of them were very good. This film, unlike our lead character's life, is not a hot mess. It's a hot character-driven mondo. Yeah. This is... This is another one of those films, and I know I've said this a million times, mm. if the characters are developed, it could be the worst movie in the world, and I would still love it, but this is not that case. This movie is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. And the characters are, I want to say Norwegian-tastic? It's like, sure. it's like we got a whole bunch of characters just, just like Murray. Why don't you just call them scantastic? Scan? But they're Norwegian, Scan. so they're Norwegian. Scandinavian. They're Norwegian-tastic. 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 Yeah, this movie is so Stop. good. I, I liked it a lot. Yes. It, it, and it's funny because we came out of the movie and I couldn't contain myself and he was like deadpan through the whole ride. Wow, it's because, like, it's because you're just gushing about it. Don't get me wrong. It was very good. But the way you were just gushing, gushing, gushing. It was, was so like, good. Like, it, the characters like, were amazing. Her character, it was, it was so unpredictable. Like It was I, very, I, very good. Murray, I'm going to ruin one scene for you. Don't. Yes. So her, her husband is a comic book artist. Mm. And they're at a great big opening for him. Mm. And she leaves there and she goes, she's going home. So she's walking home. And then there's something that happens that you're like, I never expected that was going to happen. And then it was just like everything from there. It was just like, okay, I, I have no clue what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah. And every single, because there's 12 chapters, a prologue and an epilogue. And every it's chapter. Like 14 chapters. Yeah. But one's a prologue and one's an epilogue. I believe I so. saw the first few minutes of it. Yeah. This movie has got to be seen by everybody. And I can see why it was nominated. Perhaps next year it'll be it'll be Murray's uh, Murray Film Rage Award. Mm, never know. Maybe. Never know. So not out of the realm of possibilities. All right. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. All right, my rage this week is really quick. We already know what it's going to be. The fact that Sony PlayStation now has a, has a cinema. 
or whatever they're called, a production house, a studio, a production studio house of of horror. And if it was a house of horror that made good movies, then I would be excited. But I am in fear of my life at seeing movies in cinema moving forward if Sony PlayStation is now in the production of movies. We got Sony Studios. We got Sega Studios. I am... I... You know, Bryce and I had a conversation, Murray, and we still may be keeping this conversation rolling. But I am about had it up to here with the number of movies we're seeing in cinemas that are awful. And I'm really <laughs> debating on whether or not we change the direction of our podcast and just <laughs> focus on film festivals because that's usually where you get the best films. That's true. And we, we will never either. see, and I, I am absolutely 100% sure, we will never see a Sony PlayStation film <laughs> in a film festival. You never know. And that's my rage this week. Sony PlayStation I'm and their with, production house thing of movie making shit. Right. My, my, my rage is Jim adjacent. <sighs> I like my rage music. I know. Well, you picked it. It does rock out <laughs> with your cock out for sure. Yes. All right. My open rage. Real simple. My rage is video game movies and the fact that they continue to exist. They are all crap. I recently saw a list of the 10 best video game movies ever. And while their number one was almost watchable, that would be the first Resident Evil, the list evolved rapidly from there. Video game movies are so bad that Super Mario Brothers, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Assassin's Creed, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, Max Payne, Doom, and Double Dragon, yes, Double Dragon, are considered to be among the best video game movies ever made. Someone no Sonic? If those are the best, how bad are the worst? I guess that list would include Warcraft, Ask Uwe Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> Rampage, Uncharted. Need for Speed, Uncharted. Hitman, Wing Commander, and now we get to the Uwe Bull crap fest postal. Uwe Bull's Blood Rain. Uwe Bull's House of the Dead. Uwe Bull's Alone in the Dark. Nice. Man, does he like to make the video game movie? He did. And oh yeah, don't forget that st- stinky pile of excrement that is Uncharted. Please stop making video game movies. It is a proven formula for rage. <laughs> it's poopy. Uh, you guys have too much rage. Rage. Subsiding. Pulse Wall continues to rage across the globe. Our valiant men and women have been winning battles as the wall continues to march on. Hollywood continues to produce clone after clone of the films you used to enjoy. There have been some defectors, but most remakes continue to assault your sensibilities. Our small troop of trained experts continue to expose these imposters while showing Hollywood a better way. Support the Invasion of the Remake by listening, reviewing, and subscribing. Your knowledge is power. We're all in this together. Spread the word. Subscribe to Invasion of the Remake on all major podcast providers. New episodes dropping weekly. At invasionoftheremake.wixsite.com slash podcast. Ooh, our boy Sam. We love him so. Oh, this is part two. Part duh. No, actually, he's not. I'm taking a it's break. not part duh. Please don't tell me your top favorite Tom Holland movies. Best video game movies of all time. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> no. 
that list is coming. You know. Oh, please don't ever make that list. Um, no Bryce just thing. did it. Bryce uh, literally just did it. Last weekend, uh, we lost one of Hollywood's great directors. Not to mention Canadian legend, Ivan Reitman. Though born in Czechoslovakia, his family fled to Canada when he was four. That makes him ours. Well, his son is ours. That's also true. He is primarily known as a producer, bringing us classics like Animal House, Stripes, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Twins, and Space Jam. But his work as a director is actually some of his best. Surprisingly, he only directed 17 feature films Hmm. on his own. Honorable mention goes to Reitman's second film, 1973, the Canadian horror classic Cannibal Girls. Yes. I love that movie. Obviously shot a low budget in a sleepy Canadian town. It's awesome. This film is just F-U-N. Features a pre-SCTV cast of Andrea Martin and Eugene Levy. Special cameo by Igor from Hilarious House of Frankenstein. Another Canadian classic. The story, a young couple spend the night at an old farmhouse owned by a reverend, only to find out there's also beautiful women who hunger after human flesh. Delicious. Yummy. All right. Number five. One of Reitman's first mainstream films, Meatballs. Mm. This comedy mm. features Bill Murray in his first starring role <sighs> and tells the story of a group of summer camp counselors in training. It's timid compared to Animal House. It sets up Reitman's style where a plot doesn't always have to be the main focus. <laughs> Say that Say again. The story again. itself is pretty thin, but Reitman knew what he had in Murray and just sits back and lets him do his thing. Before, also with Bill Murray, Stripes, 1981. Mm. This film reunited him with Bill Murray and Harold Ramis, who co-wrote Meatballs and Stripes as well. Surrounded him with a solid cast like John Candy, Judd Reinhold, Sean Young, and John Larroquette. Yep. This film is reckless and chaotic in the best possible way. But because Reitman trusted his actors, gave them space to improvise many of the final scenes. Sorry, this is your favorites, right? My favorites. Okay, good. Younger. That's the important part. Yes. Next up, we have Twins. Here he takes Arnold Schwarzenegger, the king of R-rated action films. Who doesn't like twins? Makes him the star of a PG comedy. Like, that was absurd that he would even try that. Yep. Playing the comedy better than Danny DeVito. The chemistry between the actors is pretty special to watch. Not everything works here. Plot's a little flat. Jokes start to wear a little thin. So at its core, it's a great buddy movie with a lot of heart. Follow this up with another Schwarzenegger classic. Kindergarten Cop. So that's number two? Not That was number three. Oh. Not a great film, but it featured one of my favorite Arnold lines ever. It's not a Duma. Yes. It's not a Duma. It's not number a Number two is actually Ghostbusters. Oh. The original. Mm. It's Reitman's best film, most popular by far. Oh, God. Original content was actually all Dan Aykroyd. He came up with the serious horror picture set in the future. In space. Nice. Reitman knew it was too big, too expensive. He told Aykroyd that Ghostbusters needed an original origin story. I hope number one isn't Ghostbusters 2. No. (laughs) Uh, He told Aykroyd that Ghostbusters needed an original story. Okay, so reuniting once once more with Bill Murray and Harold Ramis made the movie the success that it was. He allowed the audience to get to know the characters first. Many years later, it's not the villains or special effects. 
It's the Ghostbusters themselves that made this a timeless classic. Mm. Number one may be a surprise for you. It already is a surprise. Evolution. Oh, yeah, he does love that movie. Is that the David Duchovny movie? Yeah, it It is. David Duchovny. The science fiction comedy brings together David Duchovny, Julianne Moore, Sean William Scott, and Orlando Jones. Mm-hmm. Written originally as a horror film about alien life being found on a crashed meteorite, Reitman decided to make it into a comedy. Uh, he thought of it as a modern-day Ghostbusters. It had four unique characters investigating, chasing after something, not of this world. That's where the similarity ends. That's why they cast David Duchovny. There is a great chemistry Chases between up. the what four leads. What does he do in these days? I don't know. Probably in care. rehab for <laughs> sexual addiction. Uh, great chemistry between the four leads doesn't get lost in the constant action or the whip-fast dialogue and jokes. There's even an appearance from OG Ghostbuster Dan Aykroyd wow. as the mayor of the town. Uh, he was able to get perfect comic timing out of these typically dramatic actors like Duchovny and more. Not to mention the always funny Orlando Jones. May not win any awards or be on anybody's list of top ten, but it's easily mine. I'll leave you with one of my favorite scenes. Harry, played by Orlando Jones, is about to get a giant bug taken out of his ass. Mm. Nurse says, I'll get the lubricant. Doctor says, so time for lubricant. Harry, there's always time for lubricant. After it's done, Dr. Uh, Julianne Moore says, it's over, it's over. You did great. Did you need anything? Can we get you anything? Ice cream. I'd like an ice cream, please. Okay, what flavor? Doesn't matter. It's for my ass. Spoken like a true ass master. That's right. Hmm. Thank it's you. Always time for thank loop. you, Mr. Reitman, for the laughs. That loop's overrated. Yeah. Like a rough, rough trade. That's why they call. That's why we call them rough trade off off uh, line here. All right. Price and Hollingsworth, rough trade. Right. So we're talking the lists. Hmm. I don't know what one you were watching, but it, to me, it was very obvious who won this one. Was it? Was to me. The movie's not great. The movie's terrible. Yeah. So we had to watch The Wicker Man from 2006. Wow. And we had to decide. I got to have a piece of. Oh, here we go. Did you see this one, Mur? Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Hold on here. And a reveal. You got your reveal happening there? Gracie? Okay, he's doing the reveal. One, two, three. <laughs> you can't actually, pick me. Can you actually do that? <laughs> no, we can't. I'm sorry. They were equally not mesmerizing She at was all. way less mesmerizing. They should both be taken off of the list for the this effort. <laughs> they were awful. The movie was awful. Everything was awful. But they anyways, were, they you were, guys disagreed anyways. They were so. in it together. Yeah, she was not great in this. So we've got uh, one vote for uh, Ellen Burstyn. We got one vote for Nick Cage. I wonder who that came from, Jim. Because he was more, no, he was he more mesmerizing. Wow. He, they were, Even they when were there's, they did then, have scenes and then, together. And then my vote was for neither. Yeah. I watched the original before. It was funny. Monique actually both watched both of these off. with me. But she's she after watching the first one, the original, she's like, that one was way better than the remake. I'm like, yeah, it was. No kidding. Another one of those movies that at the time when it was made, like it's tough to go back and watch some of these movies. Apparently Murray's proof of that, not seeing our, um, our chainsaw wielding maniac. But mm-hmm. uh, 
the Wicker Man when it first came out was a shock, man. Like it was just, it was, yep. it was a shock. You watch it now, it's kind of like, oh yeah, I was. I mean, where Midsummer stole a lot of those ideas from. So they stole a lot of ideas from it and made it better. No, they made it meh. Oh, did they make it better? No, they didn't. I think they made it better. They made it meh. I'm pretty sure they made they it better. They made it meh. I think they made it mundo. Meh. They made it meh. Midsummer. Right. Meh. It should be called mid mundo. It should be called mid meh. I guess that's all we need for the list this week. Maybe Murray so. will have something for us for yeah, next I didn't week. Do, we had seven movies this week. I didn't have time to do it. Yeah, that. we had a lot of movies. This is a. Yeah. This I might think, be a I five hour episode. Or an hour six. Let's talk about another six. Let's talk about another six movies then. All right. Last week on Rage or Dare, Bryce was dared to see the torturous film by one of the most repulsive actresses ever when he pulled Pretty Woman. No Pretty Woman. No, sorry, it was Pretty Woman. <laughs> and I'm sure there must have been love, but it's over now. This week, Jim will pull the last nugget from Bryce's bag of gold rage. Yeah, I saved one for him. I see nice. there's one left. I, I I didn't refill the bag just so that no, he has to take movie. this movie. The bag is empty. Except for one. Let's check with Bryce and see if he finds Julia as repulsive as the rest of the film rage crew finds her, or is she in the same camp? As his other love, Ben Affleck, aka also repulsive. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand what the great actor Ben Affleck has to do with anything. Well, I think what Murray and I are trying to say, uh-huh. even though Murray's, use, Murray's using my words, uh-huh. is that Julia Roberts is repulsive, uh-huh. and so is Ben Affleck. Oh. Okay. And if it wasn't for I, you, I they'd be on our repulsive list. <laughs> That's so, all I want to say. Ben Affleck, finest actor of ours or any other generation. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get back on topic. Julia Pre- Roberts. Pretty Woman, starring Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, was a romantic comedy from 1990. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> yeah, thank God. That is it the was... year I first saw it, as it was part of a double feature as part of a sneak preview. Mm. Do you remember those? Mm. They were great. Mm. You got to go to a movie a Night week. Oh, no, a week before a week. it came out. Yes. Plus, you got to stay for the regularly scheduled feature in that theater for free. Wow. You got two for one action. Two, for- two movies for the price of one. I remember at the time, I thought the film was meh. Okay, but what was the other movie? Because I'm more interested in what that one was. I don't remember. Was it meh also? I think it might have been The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. Oh, there we go. So it was was Mondo. So So it was Mondo. And then, okay. Was that 1990 if it was? No, that was was after that. Was it? Okay. Okay, so did this hold up in the, what is that, 20, 30 years later? Flash forward 32 years, and I was able to watch it for a second time, thanks to Jim. With new eyes. The performances are good. And I can see glimpses of why Julia Roberts parlayed this performance into a career that has spanned decades. Mm. But can you see why Murray and I think she's repulsive? She's very likable in this film. Mm. She really is. Hector Elizondo also pops up and provides heart to the story. Mm. The ending seems a little rushed. A little too sugary for my taste. But whatevs. Mm. It wasn't great. But it also wasn't awful. It was a breezy and watchable man. 
I don't know how you like these movies. I it's like was fine. he he can find like the smallest flaw in a movie that has some form of complexity. But you put like a romance movie in front of him, and he goes back to his twelve year old girl. Goo yeah. yeah, he's like. There was only one thing I liked about this whole movie, and that was the song. There wasn't one thing in this entire movie because see, when I saw this originally, mm. I was an adult, <laughs> and it was awful. I was barely an adult. This is like Fifty Shades and of And I was Ugg. a huge fan of Roxette, so I enjoyed the song. Yeah. I was I was 16 years old. Yeah, you were looking for Such love under, the, under right. the balcony. It was all right. It wasn't He's terrible. still an adolescent. Yeah. And you know what? It's still all right. It's not terrible. It's meh. Yeah, well, see, we'll see if what you pick for me is even close to that. Oh. Because if you would have put Pretty Woman in my bag... Wait a minute. Is this Pretty Woman? <laughs> it's Pretty Woman. No, it's not. <laughs> if you put Pretty Woman in my bag. The Prince and Me? Yes. Haven't oh, I seen this already? I've heard of it. It's like a fairy tale type movie. Haven't I seen this already? No. Oh, no, wait. This isn't the one from the 50s, is it? No, no. The, the Marilyn Monroe one. No, no. no oh, it's it Julia called? Stiles. He it's, forgot how much I love Julia oh, Stiles. It's Julia Stiles. Oh, I can't wait to see this. It's got all kinds of great people in this. Luke yeah. Mabley? I don't know who that is, but he looks cute. Miranda Richardson's in this? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mrs. Lee. Yeah, I can't Lisa. wait. It's directed by Martha Coolidge. Mm. I can't wait to see this. Didn't she direct Valley Girl? I think you're going to like it. I'm already excited about it. Yep. Same director as Valley Girl. Mm. Dial me in. Nice. The only real rom-com I've ever liked. Because Nick Cage was in it. (laughs) Nick Cage was in it. Mm. All right, then. Can't wait to see what you have in next week's bag. I got to refill it. Yeah, you, you do. do. Well, thanks, Those Ragers, for listening. Thanks to Stand to Film Rage crew and family. And you can find who they are on our show notes. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Red Pubble and Tea Public. Make sure you get your Film Rage award shirts before the award shows and Oscars and junk comes out and stuff Mm. so you can show that your voice means more than theirs always people who liked Uncharted we're always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners so please like and subscribe and comment and um, send us an email to filmragecalgary at gmail.com dare to see terrible movies to fuel our rage but no matter what you do please please make us rage that's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.